1: plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: This is internet marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing. Now before we start today, we'd like to encourage anyone looking for help with their digital marketing to get in touch with Site Visibility. Whether you have a burning digital marketing question or you're looking for an agency to work with, they'd love to hear from you. You can do so by giving them a call on plus four four one two seven three seven three three four three three or filling out the form at sitevisibility.co.uk slash contact. Alternatively, you can speak to either Scott or Sean via the live chat function on the site. They'd be happy to help. Now today, I'm joined by Doug Sandler, founder of Turnkey Podcast Productions. And uh, Doug, you're over on the west coast, aren't you, of the USA?
1: Well, I, I would be on the east coast, but I would be on the west coast of the UK if I was there, because I'm on the east coast of the US.
2: That's a trick <laughs> that's question. That's I was just seeing if you, were, if you were paying attention.
1: I, I'm paying a quite. I'm paying attention, but I'm I'm more paying attention to the fact that you said if you have a burning desire to talk to site visibility. Does anybody actually have a burning desire that can't be medicated properly?
2: I don't know, but you can get special <laughs> I, in the UK. You can get special like stomach powders for things like that you
1: get a cream to fix that (laughs) well it's like an
2: internal cream it's more like a powder that you swallow
1: oh i guess
2: but anyway how do we get onto this we normally get into the subjects of weather when i talk to people from the u.s but (laughs) for some reason we've got onto the subjects of um elementary medicines
1: (laughs) yes yes well i i uh, I play a doctor on my podcast so i thought it was important to do that
2: We'll, we'll come on to your podcast a bit later but before we do that just tell us a little bit about yourself
1: so I I started in the professional speaking world after reinventing my career after 30 years of being a I'm a DJ so I'm a guy that used to go out to or still actually goes out to to parties on the weekends with my equipment and sets up and has a great time oh. but At 47 years old, I said to my financial planner, my financial planner actually said to me, you know, you're 47 years old and when you're 50, you may not want to be the guy out in the middle of the dance floor doing the Cupid shuffle and the (laughs) cha-cha slide and the electric slide anymore. And I'm like, I agreed with him. So finally, he's finally made some sense to me. So. I started looking at some other opportunities. I had no idea what I wanted to do when I grew up. I knew that I loved the entertainment aspect of being a DJ, but I didn't know how to put that into the next phase of my life until I saw the speaker. His name was Ryan Estes speak on a stage in, uh, in Chicago, Illinois, which is in the mid coast of, uh, of the United States. I know where and, Chicago is. I've seen it uh, on the map. I saw you saw it on a map. Exactly. It's up by the top part. So uh, I looked at uh, at Ryan and I said I can do that. I can be a professional speaker, and I did, had no idea how to do that. So he told me actually to hire a professional speaking coach. My coach told me that I needed a book in order to be a best-selling author, uh, a best-selling author and speaker. So uh, then I hired a book writing coach, and in order to promote all of this stuff, I thought my speaking business, my online training, my my uh, sessions, my all the stuff that I did. I would need to uh, have a, a a promotional vehicle. So what better than the new media space and podcasting, I thought. Yeah. The only problem was I had never listened to another podcast before, but I just heard that they were really good. So I asked a guy that's a friend of mine, a good chap of mine, good buddy. I said, hey, Strick, do you want to start a podcast with me? He said, I would love to. I just have one question. I said, what? He said, well, what's a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I said, all right, well, we both are in the same boat. We figured it out together. And uh, that was three years ago, almost 600 episodes ago, and uh, 1.4 million downloads later, we seem to be, um, we seem to be pretty popular with our, with our crew, and we've turned this into a money-making machine. So uh, that is where I land today in promoting my turnkey business, my podcast business with, uh, with you on the show today. So I'm, I'm happy to be here, Andy. Are you, so are you excited to be the other side of the table? I love being on this side because there's. I've taken no notes, Yeah, <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm going to be asked questions that I get to answer, and my favourite subject matter is uh, what we're talking about, and that is me.
2: Excellent, <laughs> so, yes. So You're very much going. like me. I, I enjoy being interviewed as well. And it's, it's funny, actually, because we've, uh, on the show, we, I, I've lost count, it's not that many, we've talked about the podcasting space on this uh, podcast, this show, uh, a few times, and Inevitably, it normally gets the episode normally gets called podcasting an update, podcasting mm. the latest, the latest on podcasting. <laughs> but yep. I'll, I'm yep. going to call this show um, new media because I like that. I like that phrase. I know it's quite it's getting quite an old phrase now, but that's a phrase that you use, yes. and I, it's a bit more generic. And I just wanted to start off with um, this notion of new media, including podcasts, because people aren't. I still feel, and I think a lot of people still feel that that a lot of People aren't really fully taking advantage of new media, that, that the whole sort of new media space correctly. And a lot of people are applying sort of, I don't know, old standards of advertising and marketing, uh, yes. whereas the key is more probably relationship building. What are your thoughts on this?
1: You hit it on the head, and that's exactly where I was heading. I think that people are taking the old standards of old media, which would be at radio, TV, uh, yeah, newspaper advertising, or whatever, or what have you, something like that, and they're applying this idea of broadcasting to this new media space. And this new media space is all about engagement. It's all about one-on-one communication, direct communication. It's taking a brand that's a huge brand like a, a United Airlines or a Nike, and it's bringing it down to the to the single one-on-one communication with people. And I think that that's where the new media space has so much influence over where the old media space, which is just broadcasting. We are dealing in a narrow casted, narrow casting environment of the new media space. And for us, it has been been a life changer and it is an amazing way to promote your products and services.
2: Yeah. Now, when we say new media... Of course, I'm guessing that would include, you know, obviously podcasting, things like YouTube, video, but it probably includes social media do you think it includes most social media and blogging absolutely yeah
1: absolutely yeah. blogging social media uh, the YouTube YouTube channel anywhere that that is a space where there's a potential for exchange from one communication level to another from one person to another that would be this new media space anything that's using computer electronics the world wide web the interweb yeah. uh, anything like that that's where we are today with new media.
2: And I always remember back in, I think, well, am I right in thinking it was 2005 when the first podcasts started to appear, mainly from the US. And I remember when they started to appear, certainly by about 2006, there were also quite a lot of sort of podcasting commentators, people Mm -hmm. like Paul Colligan and and, and the crew, um, Jason Van Orden. I remember he he would comment quite a lot. And I remember there was a lot of feeling that that there was a lot of sort of emphasis on the fact that... um, Podcasting is very kind of intimate, uh, sort of way of communicating. Do you think that sort of splashed back on? Sorry, that was a really unfortunate phrase. Do you think that sort of reflected? <laughs> I don't think we'll edit this out because it has human. <laughs> no, no, don't factor, edit that we'll out. Leave that. One keep,
1: in. keep the splashback going. This is good. We'll, we'll, we'll you, carry the analogy through the rest of the podcast. Yes. Now. Do you think it sort
2: of had a? Do you think it ma- it made people change the way they think about f- more traditional, if you can use that word, uh, new media such as blogging?
1: Well, I think the what the reason, the reason thing that works best in the podcasting space or in the new media space, it's the combination of using all of these medias together. So for example, if I'm a good podcaster, I'm not just uh, narrowcasting or broadcasting my message to an audience. I'm taking that message out and I'm cre- using the same content and using it to write a blog, or I'm using that same content to, to amplify through social media, whether it's Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Snapchat, just depends on, you know, Instagram, depends on, where your market is so the beauty of the new media space is that if you know what your listeners are all about and you know what your audience is listening to and they're into you can follow them no matter where they are and that's when you get to see direct correlation between your message and your listeners when you begin to understand where your listeners are
2: yeah now you mentioned there something which is incredibly powerful and it's something i suspect that you do doug and and this is this kind of blending of the different I'm going to use a Paul Colligan term, channels. (laughs) When I say channels, I mean things like podcasting, sort of blogging, video blogging or vlogging. I get the impression that a lot of people that have podcasts don't really integrate it with other
1: channels. Do you get the same impression and why do you think that is? Well, here's what's happening in the in the podcasting space. People focus again. That I think the majority of people that are in the podcasting space, and let's just take of 100 percent of the people that are podcasting, you probably have about 99 percent of those people that don't make enough money at it to make a living. Yeah. The reason they don't is because they're focused on the traditional five ways of producing their message, which is or pr- producing uh, money out of their podcast, which is advertising, sponsorship. Uh, they're looking at call to action where they're trying to sell their services through a call to action to their audience donations uh, and uh, and and really you know an affiliate link so those five ways those five things are the traditional ways that most podcasters are trying to make money the reality of it is though that you have to wait to build an audience before any of that stuff comes along yeah you know so you'll have a show and, and in your particular case you've had years and years and years of time to build up your show to a credible size audience but how great would it be to be able to take somebody that's never had any experience podcasting and tell them that they can make more money at podcasting selling the services that they're already selling anyway. So not necessarily having to worry about, well, how do I learn how this podcasting space works Mm -hmm. and not even have to worry about how big an audience they have, but be able to say, I'm going to be able to market this products and services through my podcast and make money before I even launch my first episode. And that's where the trick is. It's not focusing on those five things that don't work. It's focusing on the things that do work within the podcasting space.
2: So Doug, a lot of people Ask the question a lot of podcasters, especially new podcasters, how do I promote my podcast? What do you think is the best way of doing this?
1: So, the podcasters that are asking me that question, and then it's a very common question how do I promote my podcast? How do I get it out there in the market? And I just say, for just a moment, suspend the belief that actually having an audience is going to have an impact on your income or to monetize your message or your brand. Mm. So I I know that that's a hard, even as a veteran podcaster, when I say those words to you, you're probably thinking, well, how the hell do I make money at my podcast then, right? I mean, isn't that the general question where people would go from there? Yeah. So what I would tell people that ask me that question is instead of focusing how to grow your audience, let's focus on how to build your business, So how to build your business, not how to build your podcast, but how to build your business. And as somebody that's either a founder or somebody that's in sales or somebody that is a consultant or a coach or in a space where they have a product or service that they're trying to sell, I say, let's bring people onto your show that are so qualified, not only as a guest and have a great message on your show, but also are a perfect target to buy the products and services that you have to sell. Mm -hmm. And when you focus on just your guest management and not your audience management, you will be able to build a podcast that will monetize before you even launch your first episode.
2: Now, Doug, I know that one of the things that you talk about is being high-touch in a high-tech world. What do you mean by that?
1: Well, we uh, as a, as a product of uh, participating in anything that the that the internet has to offer, we feel a little bit removed from the other person across the other electronic cable. So for us, it really is about a hundred percent engagement. It's about understanding that if you have an audience member, if you're a podcaster, or if you have a social media follower, if you're on Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn, the important thing is not broadcasting your message. It's actually understanding what it is that your that your follower or that person that is your friend or your connection uh, has in common with you? And how can you help them? You know, what can you do for them? So high touch in a high tech world is ultimately the, uh, the game that you're trying to get to. The more that you're able to connect directly one-on-one with the people that are in your network electronically, mm-hmm. the better that your message will be and the more impactful that you'll be with your, with your services.
2: And I know that you've got um, a sort of a list of habits, haven't you, that we should, we should work <laughs> harder at. Uh, in relation to this sort of high-touch concept. Tell us about that.
1: Sure. Well, uh, you know, let's talk about some of the challenging ones. And I know that many of these will be things that you have heard before, but the idea b- behind them is let's try to do these every day for a period of 30 days to try to instill some new habits. So let's just go through the five really quick. How about returning every one of your phone calls and returning them in a, in a fashionable, timely fr- time frame so that people actually communicate with you effectively and quickly. Uh, returning all of your emails and text messages, that would be really good too. That's number two. How about being on time every time for every appointment that you've have. That's three. Number four, um, stop over promising and under delivering actually exceed expectations. There's a sign on my computer. It says set unrealistic expectations and exceed them every time. And the fifth one, the one that most people just can't seem to get their their head around is communicate with the people that are in your life every day. So it, take two, for example. I wrote this, this uh, blog for the Huffington Post called 24 Seconds That Will Change Your Life. Yeah, Two text messages a day to people that you haven't communicated with in the last 30 days just to further strengthen the, 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 the small relationships that you have with people that have not grown to the point that you want to. Don't talk about business. Just say, hey, hope you're having a great day, XOXO. So return your calls, return your emails, be on time every time, stop overpromising and underdelivering, and communicate effectively with the people in your life. Those are the five habits that if you put them together... No matter what business that you're running, whether it's internet podcasting or internet podcasting, social media, or your garbage collector, whatever you do, that's the five things that are really going to change the, your life.
2: Now, this is an interesting concept because it's 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 kind of on the subject of the quality of relationships, isn't it? Do you think that the quality of the connections that you build in in your with, with your sort of new media marketing strategy are more important than the number?
1: Oh, it's totally more important than the number. You know, when I when I use the number 1.4 million as a as a download count for my podcast, I'm only using that number because universally, when you say that number to somebody that is in the podcasting space or has heard of it, that's impressive. And I know that's impressive, but that's not the number that's important. The important number is how many relationships I actually touched, touched and effectively uh, improved in the course of my day. And if that number is one. That's a great number. If I've made one sale by having one great guest on my show, that's all that's important. How many listeners are on my show? It doesn't matter. I have one guest that has bought one product or service for me. And from a business perspective, that's been golden for me.
2: So if you had one top tip or key takeaway for our audience today, Doug, what would it be?
1: Definitely build connections now. Stop worrying about the money. The money will come.
2: So it's all about focusing on the connections and not the, the, the money side of things.
1: I, I think that you have to you have to feel like that when you are challenge when you're challenged with money it's um you're sending out these signals to people and you may not realize it but it, your desperation is is uh, is easy to determine it's easy to see it's, yeah. you, people are seeing through you if you if you act as though you're ind- independently wealthy and you don't need the money I'm not saying fake it till you make it what I am saying though is stop being so desperate for the sale I'm willing to do anything to return your calls 24 hours a day seven days a week I mean you have to be a human being and there's got to be some quality of life that's involved with you making your living. So, if podcasting isn't your space right now, or if if new media isn't the way that you're, you know, trying to market your products and services, just take your first step to get into it, and don't worry about swallowing the entire elephant at one time. Let's just slice it up one bite at a time.
2: Well, Doug, thanks so much for coming on the show. Now, tell us, um, tell our listeners how they can find out more about you, uh, Turnkey Podcast Productions, and specifically your podcast.
1: Yeah, if they want to tune into the podcast, it's called The Nice Guys on Business Podcast. We'd love to have people in our audience to see what we're all about. Uh, if they want to reach out and talk to me about the, um, the Turnkey business, it's just turnkey, turnkeypodcast.com. And then we have for you guys, it's turnkeypodcast.com forward slash internet marketing.
2: I love it when our guests put a special link up for us. <laughs> Thank you so much, Doug. Happy to do it. And thanks for everyone for listening. The show notes are in the usual place, sitevisibility.com slash podcast. If you enjoyed the show, uh, please leave us a review so that we know how we're doing and can continue to bring you better marketing ideas and advice. Questions and suggestions, we're always open to those. The email is podcast at sitevisibility.com. You can tweet us at sitevisibility. Remember, we have a site visibility group on LinkedIn. Um, I think that's it. That's all from me, Andy, and it's all from Doug. I, I would like to say cheers. <laughs> Thank you very much, Doug, <laughs> and cheers to you. And cheers to everyone listening, and we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing.